Hello and welcome back to another episode of Nick Tiffany's Movie Reviews coming at you online in print format at nicktiffany.com, audio format wherever you get your podcasts and even in video on YouTube. Today we are talking Napoleon, directed by Ridley Scott. This is easily one of the movies that I was most looking forward to this year, uh, both because of the talent involved on the acting side, the history side of Napoleon Bonaparte, just I think is fascinating in and of itself. But then you got Ridley Scott directing this movie. And, you know, for the uninitiated, this is the man who's done everything in sci-fi from Alien, Blade Runner, sci-fi almost comedy with The Martian. You've got movies like Thelma and Louise. You've got Black Hawk Down. You've got Exodus, Gods. I'm like, he, this man's done everything under the sun and just has no signs of slowing down. So I think this was a really smart pairing as far as, you know, whoever kind of put this writer with this director, film written by David Scarpa. I mean, it is a fascinating script, a really, really engaging and just like in your face look at what a lot of Napoleon's life was like from war battles to the battles he was fighting at home. This film is produced by Apple Apple Original Films, Apple TV's, you know, streaming variant. And interestingly, I just want to start off by saying there is a four-hour version of this movie that will be released at home on streaming. You know, the movie's getting a theatrical run, probably for some Oscar contention, but also because I think, I mean, with some of the war scenes in this film... Definitely, they should be experienced in a theater. Saw the film in the uh, in the Dolby Theater at AMC. Would have loved to go to IMAX, but they didn't have a screening at the time. And c'est la vie. You know, it is what it is. But even in Dolby, cannon fire, you know, the marching of tens of thousands of troops. I mean, you feel everything. And, I mean, it just puts you in some of these both historically famous battles, famous both for the victories, but also for the number of deaths and the atrocities that lay in the wake. Uh, but yes, there is a four-hour version of the movie. The one in theaters is about two hours, 38 minutes. Um, and all I'll say, just in regards to, you know, which you should see, which not, uh, you know, if you can't make it to the theaters, it's understandable. I think a four-hour version at home is going to be easily chunkable. You know, you do it each nice hour. In the movie, there's moments where I think you do get the impression that, okay, I think this would have been a longer scene, but, you know, we can't commit to the four-hour theatrical cut, you know? So Ridley Scott is no stranger to director's cuts for his films. Blade Runner sticks out especially, um, but, you know, like Zack Snyder, he's always been one who is very adamant, I think, about the cuts of movies that he makes, the story he's trying to tell, Yes, you can do a lot in two hours, but with four, with your full assembly cut. I mean, Martin Scorsese had a four-hour cut of The Wolf of Wall Street before he took it down to three hours without shaving an entire scene. Shout out Thelma Schoonmaker for uh, editing that. Uh, but, you know, I understand where Ridley Scott's coming from, especially after watching this movie in theaters. Um, I think for me, a lot of the dramatic moments are probably where it slows down the most. And a lot of the focus on the relationship between Napoleon and his wife, Josephine, you know, that's kind of been touted or pushed as part of this story. 
in telling this story. You know, Napoleon was a lot of things, but a lot of this relates to his own marital life, how that kind of affected him throughout their married years, this need to have a son and have an heir, a wife who might not be faithful, and he's got this prestigious position. I think, personally, in the four-hour cut, we will get a better look at that relationship, at the intricacies behind the scenes of their relationship. You get a decent idea of it here in the film, but I wouldn't say that the focus in the theatrical version was like overwhelmingly like, oh, look at Napoleon and his wife and look how much time we're spending with this. Obviously, he longs for her and you have all these notes he's written her and letters he's written to her um, that Joaquin Phoenix kind of narrates as Napoleon. But I, I never once really felt like the focus was on their relationship. And obviously, that's not the, you know, there's multiple focuses of this film. Uh, battle strategy being one of those. You know, Napoleon has been hailed by many for, you know, hundreds of years as one of the greatest military tactician minds. I mean, some of his strategies and the things that he came up with on the battlefield to watch implemented in the film. It's fascinating stuff. Uh, and, you know, you're obviously looking at a time where you're still loading muskets. You've got bayonets, cannons, the warfare, the fighting is gruesome. And, you know, this is a rated R film. So, I mean, they don't hold any punches here. You see the devastation that's caused if a cannonball hits a person or an animal or, you know, kind of breaks near your feet. The impact it has, this cratering. I mean, you see, obviously, what all these different... <laughs> You know, round back when bullets were just spherical metal balls and just how those can tear you limb from limb as you're just marching almost to your death. I mean, there's drummers, you know, it, it's this weird side of I remember joking in middle school, probably when we were watching and listening to all these history documentaries and this whole idea of, oh, my God, they would just stand in front of each other and take turns firing back and forth. All right, a couple guys fell, you know, just keep firing. And somehow there's a little drummer boy who is quite literally just standing there drumming. And if this dude gets shot, then so be it. I mean, there's moments that really showcase what life was like back then, what the warfare was like. Um, it was brutal, but it's grisly sometimes too. And the other thing that Napoleon was known for now, one of the many things he was known for, on top of being this great military leader, though, was having this huge ego for being a little guy. But in ego, I think when it comes to dealing with battles in military, you know, this man lost hundreds of thousands of French and other forces during his ruling as their commander. I mean, he is responsible for the deaths of so many, especially when you kind of well, you know, they look at it. it was cool watching this from a history perspective because it's like as soon as you pop up in certain locations, you're like, oh, all right, Napoleon's going to try to invade Russia. I, this is going to be curious to see how I'm like, I know what happens. I'm like, OK, it's all coming back. I'm like, I know where this is going, but it's going to be really interesting to see it take place on film. Or just like when you finally get to Waterloo, there's moments where you're like, all right, everything's been building partially to some of this moment. And there were even bits and pieces of the story that I completely forgot and just how off the rails he kind of goes, but the people supported him. You know, this grand emperor 
of France. Um, the, the movie's just, it's fascinating stuff. Um, I know some have said, oh, you know, it's a two and a half hour movie. Feels like it's four hours. All I would say to that is there's just a couple scenes again where it's some of those more dramatic moments between husband and wife, sometimes feeling like they're cut short a little bit. Or, you know, these like interesting edit pan, white flash of light. You know, at first you're like, did we just get Oppenheimered? Like, what happened? Uh, but I think those are the moments that once we get this four-hour version, we will definitely get more of. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix, fantastic as Napoleon. Um, for as much ego as he has, there's this gentleness, this emotional side to him. Um more so than maybe what you're used to seeing from either men in his position of power or just even at the times, you know, he's a very sensitive man. And so a lot of the stuff with his wife definitely fueled some of that ego and insecurities, um, always thinking about what people would think of him reading articles about himself. It's fun to like, you know, just like in history class, obviously looking at some of the old cartoons and caricatures, from even early America days and looking at the French versions of those and what they're saying about him. Um, he just lets so much in and lets so much affect him. That was just detrimental in so many ways to his success. I would say as a ruler of France, um, this movie's just, this movie's awesome. There's so many things I saw as far as some of the battles go that just like, burned into my mind i'm like i have never seen such devastation like i did um there's a couple scenes in particular like i want to talk about him here movies just coming out and it's a thanksgiving holiday uh, it has always been something i've you know i went and saw this at 10 p.m on tuesday night uh just because i think as thanksgiving week goes it's a busy busy week for a lot of people so i don't know the realities of how many movies people are actually going out and seeing so We'll give this some time. We'll let it marinate. And especially when this drops on Apple, I'm sure a lot of people collectively are going to be like, oh my God, I can't believe we just saw that. But wow, really every step of the way just shows you how devastating, how essential sometimes some of these revolutions, coup d'etats, um, battles where I'm mean, going to just for history buffs, so many inches are going to be scratched. If you're just someone who loves war flicks and is just interested in military battles and all of these things. I mean, I really truly think that there's something for everybody here. There's even a good bit of humor kind of sprinkled throughout the film, which I wasn't totally expecting, but did kind of play into this whole personality of Napoleon. And just, I don't know. I was just genuinely surprised, especially after reading some reactions of friends or other people I am firmly in the camp of Napoleon freaking rocks and yeah, inject the four hour version into my veins as soon as we can get it. You know, obviously I'm Mr. Snyder cut over here. So I will always take what the director says or what they're feeling their best representation of their work is. But for the theatrical version, Ridley, you guys did a fantastic job. See this movie in IMAX. If you can't see it in that XD, Every, you know, RPX, whatever the, you know, Dolby Digital, whatever you can do to see this in something that gives you a little bit better sound, perhaps. Technically, the film just it looks amazing. It sounds amazing. I could see this at least getting a ton of nominations 
towards the end of the year, especially in those technical categories. But man, this this was awesome. And this was just, you know, in an age where obviously people too were complaining too many superhero movies, too much of this. I, you know, I don't want to call this a biopic, but let's get back to historical recreations. I don't know. I just, history is the untapped mind sometimes. Obviously, we've tapped it a bunch, but so many stories could just be told or shown in new ways that they never could have in the past. And so this story of Napoleon, I think, is fully realized on the big screen with every step of Ridley Scott's masterful direction. Read and watch some of his interviews around this film, too. There's just so many funny bits. He's just an old guy who doesn't care anymore. You know, people are like, are you sure like the French really felt this about him? And he's like, ah, you know what? Historians can piss off. He just, he's a character, man. As always, if you're looking for new movie reviews, movie news, Oscar predictions, we're going to have a lot of stuff coming up here. So stay tuned to NT Movie Reviews on all social media networks, podcast platforms, and even on YouTube. You know, we got Reels, TikTok, 60 Second Bits, YouTube Shorts, So whatever your speed is, I'm sure we've got something for you. Thanks again for listening. Have a great Thanksgiving break. Watch some movies. Oppenheimer's on digital now. I mean, there's just any number of amazing things to watch. So if you need help, check out all our other reviews. You're going to find something great. Thanks again and take care.